Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. So my message tonight is Jesus Healed the Blind Man. And before we get started, I have a really important, really tricky question to ask. Who is healed in this story? I see a hand. Jesus isn't healed. He did the healing. But who gets healed? Hint. Yep. That was, that was really tricky, wasn't it? <laughs> All right, so... Before we get started into that, um, there's a lot of us Quanbex, and so it can kind of be confusing who's who. So just a quick refresher. <laughs> I'm not a pastor like these two guys. And I'm not in the military like these two guys. <laughs> and I'm not a rocket scientist like this guy. Although he says software engineer, but I say, you know, whatever, it's the same thing. So, I'm the, the YouTuber. <laughs> We've got to get some street cred with the kids up here. So, I actually work at a rope warehouse, and I teach people how to make stuff out of paracord. So, that's me struggling. And so, while you might think of me as being behind the camera most of the time, I'm actually usually in front of the camera doing videos like this. But it's the live audience thing that has me nervous tonight. So, All right, so, to get into our text... It's from John 9. If you guys want to go there yourselves, I'll have it up on the screen as well. We'll do verse 1 through 10, and then I'll kind of skip down to 27 and go through the end of the chapter there. There's kind of some interesting details on, on the story. So as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with his saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is. Others said, no, but it's like him. He kept saying, I am the man. We'll skip down to 27. What happens in between is the, the Pharisees come and kind of start interrogating him. They go to his neighbors and ask, is this the person? And they even go to his parents and, is this actually the guy that was blind before? Because they just didn't want to believe that. And then jumping back in verse 27. He answered them, I've told you already and you would not listen. Let's use that there. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. He answered them, I told you already and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to be his disciples? And they reviled him saying, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. The man answered, why, this is an amazing thing. 
You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard of that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and you would teach us? And they cast him out of the synagogue. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things, and they said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. Would you pray with me? God, as we dig into your word tonight, would you um, illuminate it in our minds? As you are the light of the world, would you bring this passage to life and show us what you have to say to us tonight? In Jesus' name, amen. So tonight, as you probably have in your handouts, and you confirmation kids are taking notes, right? It's pretty easy tonight. I'm going to go through the direct answers to each one of those questions. So we've got five questions. Who is healed by Jesus? Why is he healed? Why did the Pharisees not want to believe? What does the story tell us about Jesus? And which character am I in the story? So the first one we already answered. Who is healed by Jesus? And that's pretty obvious from even the little subtitle in your Bible. The blind man was healed by Jesus. And it was not only a blind man, but a blind man that was born blind. And there's going to be some parallels there. That detail is kind of important later. They start out by arguing why he was born blind. Because it would have been interesting if it was because of his sin, because that would imply that he was sinful even before his birth. Um, But ultimately the disciples were missing the point there. Um, so then, moving on to the second question, because we already answered that one. Oops, there we go, the man born blind. Why is he healed? And to answer that question, in the text it really answers, why was he blind in the first place? And it's kind of an interesting answer. Um, excuse me. In verse 3 it says that the works of God might be displayed in him. Yeah, like, like I was saying, the disciples were arguing if it was family sin that caused him to be blind, because that was kind of a common thought at the time. But no, it was just so that God could show his power through him, which maybe didn't sound great to the blind man in that moment, because he was still blind at that point. But obviously he was healed in the end, and it turns out well. So now moving on to why did the Pharisees not want to believe? They were kind of in a conundrum. They could do simple math, and so if God has the power to heal the blind and this man was healed by Jesus, that would mean Jesus is from God. And that wasn't a happy thought to them because they had a lot of religious power and maybe even some political power in the area and somebody threatening that power wasn't um, what they wanted. So they try a couple things. They thought maybe they can ignore the situation. Maybe they can twist it. Maybe the man wasn't born blind at all. Maybe it was a case of mistaken identity. They even challenge his truthfulness. They call him a liar. Um, and then when they don't get him on that, they say that Jesus disobeyed the Sabbath laws, so he can't be from God. If he was healing on the Sabbath, then 
I mean, we gotcha. And then they can just ignore the miracle that just happened. The problem was that it wasn't just Sabbath laws as was in the Old Testament. It was, oh, you can't see it very well. It's red. It says there, Sabbath laws. They had taken what was in the Old Testament as meant for a rest day for man and turned it into doing good works to get God's attention. And that's not what the Sabbath is about at all. So then, what does the story tell us about Jesus? And this is really the important question to, to answer here. And we see different answers coming from each character in the story. So according to Jesus, God sent him, and he's the light of the world. See that in verse 4 and 5, right at the beginning there? According to the Pharisees, he was a sinner of unknown origin. They actually call Jesus a sinner, and they say, we don't know where he's from. But I don't know about you, but I find this unlikely, considering what he just did. So then, according to the seeing man, he's not blind anymore, so we can't call him the blind man. He says, this man must be from God, because he healed him. And then later on, he admits to, oops, admits to Jesus being the son of man, which was a term for the coming Messiah. It's not just that he was born of a man, but it was talking about fulfilling specific prophecies. So as we begin to close out, which character am I? I think that's also an important question to answer. And there's really four options here. I see four kinds of people in the text. We have those who are blind and know they can't see, and that was obviously the blind man. It was very painfully obvious to him that he couldn't see. Then there's those who are spiritually blind and think they can see, and that was the Pharisees. And then there's those who reject what they do see, which is also kind of the Pharisees. We can't judge their heart, um, but it sure seemed like they were making some desperate attempts to um, make excuses for, for why Jesus couldn't be from God. Um, but ultimately, they, they failed at that. And then there's the one who can see all and heal all. So when we're trying to decide which character we are, I think we can rule one of those out. We're not Jesus. We don't have all-knowing, all all-sight. We can't heal spiritual blindness or physical blindness. We're sort of like the healed man. We... We can read in the Bible and see our sin and know that um, we need Jesus' healing. But I think more often than we'd like to admit, we are more like the Pharisees. We are great at pointing out sin in other people's lives, but not so great at finding it in our own. We know in theory that we make mistakes in a general sense, but repenting of specific sins is pretty uncomfortable for us. We hear Bible stories about Old Testament heroes, We try to be good people, we bring our families to church, but we miss what the beggar in this story didn't miss. We miss our Jesus, we miss our need for Jesus to make us well. We miss the seriousness, excuse me, we miss the seriousness of our own blindness, and we miss the significance of what Jesus came to do in the first place, to heal that blindness. So, in conclusion, What do we do with all that information? We don't want to be the Pharisees, certainly. They're always the bad guy in the story. But more often than not, they're telling us something about ourselves. Um, And in this case, it's our tendency towards spiritual blindness. That we don't want to admit our own sin. We're afraid that that will 
condemn us when really that's what will free us. Because Jesus promises that to those who admit that you're blind, to those who are blind, which is all of us, he will restore our sight. And so all we have to do is repent and ask. And that's all I have. (laughs) Would you pray with me one more time? God, thank you for this here, your word. Um, And it raises some uncomfortable truths sometimes. But God, it also gives us some very good news. And so would you constantly remind us of what is in this story every day, that we need you, that we don't look at ourselves very honestly sometimes. Um, But God, you help us to see our sin um, for the purpose of forgiving that sin. And so would you help us to live in that every day? In Jesus' name, amen.